Hey everybody, this is ASONX Fan Ben, and this is Pirates with Ben, vlog number 53. So the next podcast episode of the Pirate CSG podcast is going to be happening either Wednesday or Thursday night, July 11th or 12th, probably 8 p.m. Eastern time in the United States. So let us know, like God Mason and or I know if you'd be interested in participating. We're trying to fit Xerox in, and it's going to be an off-topic episode, so we're going to talk about customs and whatnot. And uh, eventually we're going to finish the Fire and Seal set review and hopefully the podcast after that uh, when we can get uh, Captain Vendari on as well. And the Facebook group is uh, is growing. We've passed 150 members. So it's been pretty popular. And overall, I'd say it's, I mean, it kind of comes with some caveats, but I would say there's probably more comments at the Facebook group per day on average than there are posts on miniature trading at this point, which is interesting. And a little bit um, iffy in some respects, but um, but it's still a really it's a it's a growing group, and it's really cool to see uh, new people joining. So it's it's pretty exciting. There's new topics posted most days, and I've been publishing some YouTube videos there as well. So check out the Facebook group if you haven't already. There's a link in the description. I'm pretty sure there's a link in my default um, video description links at the bottom of each video. So you can find it on pretty much all the videos in the description. And on, on the subreddit, um, it was posted about a week ago, but basically um, somebody once again talked about like the patent and trying to trying to kind of produce the game um, again, even though WizKid still has the rights to it. And then this one person that uh, has talked about it on the subreddit in the past talks about how they've gotten in touch with some lawyers and um, you could maybe make it work if you used a different type of plastic and if you did the punch out cards differently so the ships looked different but um but i'm not sure how how useful all the information really is and even if that's the case that's not really how i would want the game to be i wouldn't want it to be in a different format at least i would prefer it to be pretty much the same thing so i'd almost rather wait um until the patent expires or if you know, someday the opportunity arises to buy the rights away from WizKids, NECA. So it's an interesting discussion, and I posted a link to it on, on miniature trading as well in one of the threads, help determining when patents expire, um, of that legal thread. So pretty interesting stuff concerning, you know, the big topic of relaunching the game. Um, so cool to see that. And I might do some might do some more legal research on it myself sometime as well. But getting into the features, the deal of the day, a couple of random ones. I think I've mentioned both in the past, but there's like a starter kit on eBay. So it's about 50 bucks. There's only two left. So you get a bunch of packs, box, a tin, and a mega pack. So it's a good starter pack. Not sure how many, um, you know, beginners with small collections are watching these vlogs. Feel free to comment and uh, any questions you want to ask in the, in the comment section. But it's a nice, it's a nice lot, and I think uh, at least one member of the Facebook group got it and liked it um, earlier this year, or maybe last year. So with two left, those are almost gone. And then similarly, there's only one plunder pack left from Shine One BR, one of the eBay sellers. That oh, it looks like the same seller, so same one. And uh, the plunder pack on Hills Hill Sale Gaming, it's forty nine dollars, but their shipping is pretty high, and uh, you'd, you'd prep you preferably want to buy a bunch from Hill Soul Soul Gaming at once to kind of get a bunch rather than paying a lot of shipping for a low low price item. But uh, 
So the plunder pack is about 60 with free shipping on eBay. So you get the delusion, two OE mega packs, and then the plunder pack map, which honestly isn't that great. Um, I've written some battle reports on it. I used it a bit in like 2015, I think, before I got Ocean Fabrics, um, I think later that summer. And it's, it just doesn't, it's kind of this weird grayish, like slightly greenish, kind of a drab color. It's kind of gray and kind of depressing. And the creases and folds are kind of a problem too, because it's like a like a vinyl plastic type thing rather than a fabric. And the the mats I've used or the fabrics I've used have worked really well. But a couple deals a day in the similar price range from the same seller, not the best deals. But uh, eBay has been after all those auctions on it. eBay has uh, gone a little bit quieter again. There are some auctions up right now, but I didn't really I wasn't a huge fan of where the prices are going and the direction they're heading. One of them especially was extremely uh, pricey, I thought. Maybe I can actually bring it up, what I was going to talk about here. Yeah, there's like a, on eBay, there was like uh, two Revolution tins, and it, the bidding was around 30 with like $7 shipping. And Hills Wholesale Gaming has those tins. They should be the same one. Each one has three RV packs and one BC pack. And there are $8 each at Hills. So even with shipping, you could probably save money by just getting from Hills instead. So sometimes eBay doesn't have the best deals because it's more it's more visible. So And the, the days are mostly gone when auctions can kind of fly under the radar. There was more volume, at least from what I remember back in like 2011 through 2013 or 14. So with the higher volume of auctions, at least from what I remember, um, sometimes you could get some deals that flew under the radar. That's harder to do nowadays. And plus prices have have increased a bit uh, the past like three years or so but hills has the tins for less so just in case you're seeing that and interested in it so card of the day sets one through 14 number three revolution i'm going to go with the unlimited version so we get the final se box ships at the end of the set because these ones at the bottom were only in the unlimited version i guess so it goes to number 148 so one through 148 with the game piece number, number 26, I'll, I gotta start guessing again, get back into the vlog here. 26, something in Pirate Name Crew or like English Ship, maybe? I think it was for the second faction. Yep, okay, HMS Oxford, nice. Alright, so this is an actual, this is a really awesome ship. So, HMS Oxford is a four-masted English schooner. It's an uncommon, number two, 026 from Revolution, of course. 12 points, 4 cargo, SL move. All four cannons are 2S, along with the schooner keyword, which lets you rotate on your stern at the end of a move a move segment, uh, or move action, I should say, as a final move segment. So you can rotate on the stern, flip the ship around a bit, uh, which isn't too useful, but can be okay for maneuvering and boarding. Uh, and then also, the ship gets plus one to cannon rolls against forts with an Esper, another minor ability, not going to help the ship that much. It's nice as a fort wrecker, but the main strengths here are the speed, the cost, and the cannons. So you get four rank two cannons at this speed on a ship this large for only 12 points. It's one of the better firepower deals in general for the cost. So HMS London would be a good comparison. She's a point less, but has S plus S speed, but her middle cannons are two L's. So that's a good comparison. Um, they're both very good. And uh, the Oxford is a great ship for towing English flotillas as well. The Gibraltar and Tower, those are the two English flotillas. They're both very good, so I like to use those with ships with at least SL speed, because SL speed is kind of generally the minimum if you want to play like reasonably competitively 
and try to win. Every ship should pretty much be moving SLR faster if possible. Um, so you want to put Helmsman on slower ships. Oxford is still a great candidate for a Helmsman as well, because then you'd have SLS, and then with a captain, that'd be a very fast gunship. Most four masters and five masters don't move faster than S plus S, so the Oxford is one of the speedier gunships in the game. And I guess if you really wanted to go crazy, you could fit Griffin aboard. The limited edition of Griffin from uh, Rise of the Fiends, it's really expensive and rare, but and you can proxy the common version, which is way more common, uh, which I talked about on the podcast, I believe. And uh, he basically gives plus one to Kinrolds and plus S to your base move with a captain. So if you have a captain, Helmsman, and Griffin, he's seven points, that'd be 12. So you'd fill up the point cost and make it 24 points total. With those three crew, you'd be moving SLSS with four 1S cannons, essentially, with the cannon bonus. So pretty effective. Griffin's pretty pricey, though, so I wouldn't necessarily do that. I'd probably rather have him on HMS Swallow or um, a 10 master, like uh, the Shuijian, for example, would be devastating and probably a, a better option, definitely. Um, with that being said, still a nice combo. 2S cannons fit really well with Firepot Specialist, too, because uh, 2S is pretty much the optimal thing to use with Firepot Specialist, because with Specialist, you have to decrease the cannon range to S. So if it's already S, there's no no reduction if, if, you, if you're not using all range cannons. And then, of course, you want accuracy. So Firepot Specialist would be another good recommendation here. Maybe a Musketeer or Cannoneer, but I'd probably keep it simple, because it's, it's kind of a cheap gunship, so you want to at least for what for how good it is, so I'd probably want to keep it simple. Even just Captain Helmsman Oarsman. And uh, the English do have two Captain and Helmsman combo crew that combine the two abilities into one cargo space with Thomas Gunn and Hermione Gold from Rise of the Fiends. So if you use those, you have 17 points total, maybe 18 with an Oarsman just to keep them a little bit safer for boarding parties. Um, but then you'd have that SLS speed with good cannons, but then with three cargo opens. So then you got a little bit of a hybrid setup, which is nice. So overall, you know, obviously a lot of praise for HMS Oxford. One of the better English gunships in the game. And uh, one of the better four massive gunships in the game overall, especially in terms of like bang for your buck. So this one is one of the better, one of the better schooners out there, really. So game piece rating out of 10, probably say 9.5, I would say. Um, Can't go lower than that. I would say, I don't know if there's really, not really weaknesses, I guess. Now the cannons are L range, and the ability is usually not going to re- really result in anything. Um, it could be could be good, but um, you kind of have to go out of your way to use it or expect like you know a fort wrecking situation to arise. Um, so due to those factors, not quite a perfect ten, but you can make a good case that it's like a nine point seven or nine point eight out of ten. I don't usually go that fine finite with my ratings, but. This is as close to a perfect ship as um, as most factions are going to have. So, pretty awesome. And I'll, I'll try to find it on eBay. It's probably out there somewhere. So, check the check the description uh, to see if you can get it online. Definitely highly recommended. And, like, borderline a must-have for, for English players like me. The English are my favorite faction. So, picture of the day is a picture from a few years ago, or maybe less, when I acquired some ships... Um, I think through through trades probably on miniature trading. Trading system is awesome. I've done, I think it said 120 track trades. So I can vouch for the system at miniature trading. Um, especially people on the Facebook group sometimes are wondering um, about trading and acquiring 
new game pieces and whatnot, and I think trading it empty is actually a really great strategy. But anyway, this is actually a couple couple things to mention about this picture. I've got a shiny, it's, this is like a, of the five ocean fabrics I have, this is the shiniest one. I purposely, I got five at Joanne Fabrics for like 17 bucks, uh, like two, three years ago. And it was well worth it. One of the better purchases that I made for Pirates, even though it wasn't, you know, Pirates CSG stuff for the game. It just makes the games look way better. It's way more fun. It's fun to have multiple fabrics so you can have variety. Like the one I used for the Caribbean Ocean in Command the Oceans last year. Um, that one, which was featured on the, on the feature of the day yesterday, actually, for the 52nd vlog. That one is like a, a lighter shade, kind of like a, almost like my Caribbean fabric, ocean fabric. And then this one is like a silky, shiny color, and uh, and it feels different in your hands. It's a cool, it's a cool way to change things up. And I really like how the sheen, the shininess of it, makes it look more like water. And I still want to do more with that with like plastic, acrylics, and whatnot someday. But but it's really and it's portable too. You can just roll it up or fold it up and throw it in your play bag or play box or whatever. So pretty sweet. And the other thing I want to mention is I'm planning to record right after this, hopefully. A, uh, another episode of the series where I talk about different ship types and pros and cons, advantages and disadvantages. So I'm planning to cover one-masted sloops in that one. Here there are some one-masted sloops I acquired. Not some of the better ones. I see Lay Solitaire, which is arguably the worst ship ever. Um, the Calchus is kind of meh, but anyway, and they got Viking launch ship in the background. So, so yeah, check out that video coming soon. And uh, I'll definitely have more videos. I may have underrated how much I can, I can blog going forward. I'm not. I'm still very up in the air and undecided about it. But you know, hope I kind of hope to do three or more per week. And now I've done two days in a row, so it's it's good to get back to it. And I I might enjoy it more than I've been letting on. I still like it a lot, so it's fun. So let us know if you want to join the podcast. Uh, join the Facebook group. Check out that Reddit thread. There's some other interesting threads on the subreddit actually about restarting the game and whatnot and some that crow 169 he's done some legal research which is awesome so and then check the links for the description uh or for the deals i should say and hms oxford highly recommended ship one of the better schooners out there so leave a like and subscribe if you want to see more pirates content and uh, i'll see you again soon so thanks for watching